Section 83 of Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. Monaghan's Frenzy, Chapter 13. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sarah Michelle from Michigan, 2020. Irish Fairy Tales by James Stevens. I think, said the flame lady, that whoever lost that woman had no reason to be sad. Monaghan took her chin in his hand and kissed her lips. "'All that you say is lovely for you are lovely,' said he, "'and you are my delight and the joy of the world.' Then the attendants brought him wine, and he drank so joyously of that and so deeply that those who observed him thought he would surely burst and drown them. But he laughed loudly and with enormous delight, until the vessels of gold and silver and bronze chimed mellowly to his peal and the rafters of the house went creaking said he monaghan loved duvlaka of the white hand better than he loved his life better than he loved his honour the kingdoms of the world did not weigh with him besides the string of her shoe he would not look at a sunset if he could see her he would not listen to a harp if he could hear her speak for she was the delight of ages the gem of time and the wonder of the world till doom she went to leinster with the king of that country and when she had gone monaghan fell grievously sick so that it did not seem he could ever recover again and he began to waste and wither and he began to look like a skeleton and a bony structure and a misery now this also must be known duvlaka had a young attendant who was her foster-sister as well as her servant and on the day that she got married to monaghan her attendant was married to mac and Duve, who was the servant and foster-brother to monaghan when Duvlaka went away with the king of Leinster, her servant, Macandu's wife, went with her. So there were two wifeless men in Ulster at that time, namely Monaghan the king and Macandu his servant. One day, as Monaghan sat in the sun, brooding lamentably on his fate, Macandu came to him. "'How are things with you, master?' asked Macandu. "'Bad,' said Monaghan. "'It was a poor day brought you off with Mananan to the land of promise,' said his servant. "'Why should you think that?' inquired Monaghan. "'Because,' said Macanduve, "'you learned nothing in the land of promise except how to eat a lot of food "'and how to do nothing in a deal of time.' "'What business is that of yours?' said Monaghan angrily. "'It is my business, surely,' said Macandouve, "'for my wife has gone off to Leinster with your wife, "'and she wouldn't have gone if you hadn't made a bet and a bargain with that accursed king.' Macandouve began to weep then. "'I didn't make a bargain with any king,' said he, "'and yet my wife has gone away with one, and it's all because of you.' "'There is no one sorrier for you than I am,' said Monaghan. "'There is indeed,' said Macandouve. "'for I am sorrier myself.' Monaghan roused himself then. "'You have a claim on me truly,' said he, "'and I will not have any one with a claim on me that is not satisfied. "'Go,' he said to Macanduve, "'to that very place we both know of. "'You remember the baskets I left there "'with the sod from Ireland in one "'and the sod from Scotland in the other. "'Bring me the baskets and sods.' "'Tell me the why of this,' said his servant. The King of Leinster will ask his wizards what I am doing, and this is what I will be doing. I will get on your back with a foot in each of the baskets, 
and when Branduv asks the wizard where I am, they will tell him that I have one leg in Ireland and one leg in Scotland, and as long as I tell him that, he will think he need not bother himself about me, and we will go into Leinster that way. Not a bad way either, said Mac and Duve. They set out then. End of chapter 13